Welcome to another episode of the Elevator Performance Podcast. I'm Brian. My name is Tony. And I'm Chris. And uh, on today's uh, episode, we're going to talk about COVID. Uh, we're going to discuss um, our transitions um, from school and dealing with the pandemic and quarantine and everything. So I'll go ahead and start it off. So for me, um, I, uh, I didn't start school um, until it was July 13th. So this was already, you know, we're full into uh, quarantine and the pandemic is fully, you know, happening and all that. So going into school, I knew that I wasn't going to be um, like fully in person. Um, I, I mean, the, the school kind of made that uh, known from the get go that it was it was going to be mostly online, which um, for me, it was discouraging just because my learning style doesn't uh, exactly uh, fit um, sitting in front of a screen for eight hours a day and just kind of uh, mindlessly listening to lectures. I'm a very um, visual and like hands-on learner. So being in the classroom and, you know, uh, getting access to cadavers and stuff like that um, is really like suiting for my, my learning style. Um, so that was kind of a transition for me, which made things difficult just in terms of uh, staying focused and everything. But what was nice about it was I knew going in um, that th this was the way things were going to go. We were going to be online for the majority of the time. Um, luckily, we did have uh, one one day uh, a week. We actually go in and uh, physically perform our uh, lab classes. So that was uh, another benefit. But uh, like I was saying, just um, having mental assurance, basically, that, you know, this is the way things are going to be um, kind of let me uh, kind of ease into it. And for, you know, both of you guys, you guys are started your programs, uh, you know, a couple of years before, um, you know, COVID hit and the pandemic and quarantine and everything. And it was just abrupt, you know, and like, for me, like I knew going in, you know, I was good to go. I didn't have to transition um, as far as like starting, starting a certain way. And then things just totally get flipped on you. So um, I would say I was kind of at an advantage. I got a question for you. So was there a period of time where you were worried about school getting delayed like the start date because of COVID? I know like by the time you started, it was already, you knew what was going on, but, but was there a while where you were wondering if we we're gonna start on time or what was gonna happen? Dude, for sure. Um, so like what I did when I, I applied to ATSU, I applied a early decision. So I knew that I was going to ATSU uh, way back in September. I knew that like, um, that's where I was gonna attend and everything. And then COVID hit and everything. and. I feel like the, the world as a whole was just kind of up in air and nobody really knew what to do. So um, I definitely, I was, I was uncertain on, um, you know, how they would transition school or, you know, if, you know, things were going to get postponed like a whole year. I, and, and there was so much uncertainty when it happened. I definitely wasn't like certain that I was going to start. Um, luckily, my, uh, my university was in a pretty constant communication with uh, like how things were going to go and everything. Um, but there was a good period of time um, that I did I didn't know for sure. So it, it was kind of up in the air and in terms of uh, like moving, uh, you know, I didn't want to go, you know, put put money a, a deposit down on an apartment when I don't even know if I'm going to be starting school or or anything like that. So it was definitely a up in the air and um, it it was a weird transition, but um, made it through and we started on time. So um, just thankful for that. Yeah. So how were labs or like classes like? gross anatomy where you're not getting that time with cadavers how, how is that going 
It's um, it's rough, man. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I think um, <laughs> we've talked in the past just about, for one, hands-on learning is uh, something that physical therapists are, that's what we do all day. You know what I mean? Like we're hands-on learners. We, we work with our hands. We do, you know what I mean? Um, and um, not having that ability to um, see patients and see cadavers like uh, in person, it's, it's a really weird um just a weird feeling and weird, uh, weird thing to go through. Um, my university, they did their best to kind of, uh, supplement us not having that. Um, there's a, a pretty cool app. It's called complete anatomy. Um, it's very helpful, but at the, the end of the day, you cannot substitute for the real thing in terms of like seeing, um, a cadaver and, you know, visualizing, Oh, this is where, uh, this muscle attaches. This is where those nerves run. Like, you can't supplement for the real thing. Seeing a screen and seeing a real person, um, it's just not the same. So, um, you know, they're doing the best they can um, in terms of, um, um, you know, making it work with what we have. But like I said, there's, there's just really no substitute for the real thing for hands-on. And um, as far as like some of our lab stuff for um, one of our classes, um, we do all of our practicals in person. But there's a, a portion we'll show and demonstrate that we know a skill or something like that. And we were doing a lot of these things from home. Like typically we do it in class and, you know, you demonstrate like that. But we were doing a lot of these things from home and just, you know, using ourselves as patients, using uh, roommates or your significant others. So it was definitely a weird experience, especially when the patient or a pillow, if you will, um, you know, they don't really know what's going on. So um, it's definitely a, a weird experience, but like I said, um, we're just trying to make the most of it, kind of, kind of working with what we have at this point. But yeah, that's cool. I mean, it sounds like you're doing pretty well with the uh, situation that you have at hand. Definitely surviving, man. So um, yeah, Chris, you want to go ahead and uh, let us know a little bit about your experience and how uh, how things went for you and all that. All right. So for COVID, I'm a third year in Drexel's DPT program. And honestly, COVID, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse because um, obviously COVID's bad and pandemic, everything shut down. But also because of COVID, I was able to leave Philadelphia and go back to Seattle um, since March. So I've been back here for a long time and just having online remote class and not having to physically be in class uh, gave me a lot of flexibility to go do other things that I wanted to do. Um, I still went to class and stuff, obviously. But sure. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did have my cam off a lot of the time, and uh, having the you know unlimited data, Wi-Fi, you know, you kind of just put your earpiece in, you go do go do your own thing. Um, yeah, it was nice. So it was nice to be back home with family in Seattle. It was nice to not have to be in class. Uh, I feel like we still got the same material and content, learning or whatever. Um, the gist of everything. Like Ryan mentioned, it's really weird to not be in person when it comes to labs. Um, I did have my cadaver anatomy lab in person. I mean, that was year one, but we have like a bunch of like neuro and spine labs that um, we kind of just did remotely, which is weird. And then Drexel ended up having us come back um, for one month flying back during the pandemic. I don't know if that was like the smartest decision, but like they needed to test us on like our you know, our lab practicals and stuff. So we did that and uh, it was fine. And now I'm back in Seattle. So COVID's been 
oh, I should probably touch up on clinicals too. For the longest time, like I didn't have clinical placements because COVID, like nobody was accepting, accepting students. I think it was like a good like four or five months. I didn't have my clinical placement when I really should have. So what I ended up doing was um, I ended up just going out and reaching out to clinics myself um, and just saying like, oh yeah, I'm part of Drexel. Like, would you take me? Just did that, like copied and pasted like 50 clinics and I got like three. So nice. we're chilling. Yep. Resourceful. Nice. Yeah, man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta learn how to do things for yourself. You can't depend on other people all the time, right? It's true, true. Love it. Yep. All right, Tony, you're up, man. Yeah, I mean, but after that, you know, we're trying to go on rotations. About half of my classmates didn't have rotations because a lot of places were closed, and so they were canceling canceling their rotations with students. Luckily, I had mine in uh, Morgan County, West Virginia, um, and I actually ended up going up there. Not really knowing anyone, but I was like, whatever, it should be okay. It got canceled halfway through because of COVID. Yeah. And then I had to relocate to New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, right. I think the hardest part yeah. about doing the rotations during COVID is a little bit of the isolation. Because when I was in Morgantown, I didn't know anybody. So I basically just went to work, uh, worked out, went home, and that was it. Uh, when I was in New Orleans, I knew a couple people. But at the same time, we're in the middle of a pandemic. You know, you want to social distance as much as possible. So again, a little isolating. And then uh, this last fall, I was in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Same kind of deal. You know, I kind of went to work, worked out, and that was it. At that point, I had honestly gotten used to it. So it was kind of chill, um, especially because I kind of saw the light at the end of the tunnel with my graduation coming up. Yeah. And um, I just finished my last rotation um, uh, last week. And now I'm just chilling back in Austin, Texas, studying for the boards. Again, a lot of the coffee shops, I'm a big coffee shop studier. A lot of the coffee shops are either um, closed, um, limited hours, or social distance uh, seating, so there's less seating inside. So I went to like my, one of my favorite coffee shops today, and there was like no space because, uh, you know, there's social distancing inside, so there's less people. So that was kind yeah. of a bummer. I'm, trying to, I'm having this to change my study habits to like study at home, which is really hard for me because then I just want to, you know, do other things. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, I think the hardest thing, again, with COVID was the isolation and then also just the uncertainty. Um, a lot of my classmates didn't have their rotations or they got it last minute or they started like three weeks to four weeks later than everyone else. Or like mine, I got one of mine got canceled halfway through because they started getting worried about COVID. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of the clinics do a really job of like, you know, um, sanitizing things, wearing masks, um, making sure you're um, not working with too many people or cleaning, you know, services after one patient uses them. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been rough, but I think it's, you know, the PT world in general has done a good job of handling um, COVID and like adjusting to it. Yeah, bro. I think overall, um, the big <clears throat> thing about COVID definitely is the uncertainty because like, no, like even in March, like nobody knew what was going to happen. So everybody was like, and that uncertainty led to fear because nobody knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. um, and then you really touched on uh, important aspects about like the isolation part because human, humans are so social. And when, you, when you're forced to go on a rotation, like just randomly in a different state, that could be really taxing. On, on your mental. Um, so that's why I was like, that's why I said I was really fortunate. I was be able to go back to Seattle and be with family and stuff. Mm -hmm. I wasn't forced to like be by myself. That would have been terrible. Yeah, I mean, when I signed up for the Morgantown one in West Virginia, 
that was like over a year ago. And I was like, yeah, it's a college town. I'm gonna live it up, party it up. There's people my age there. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Uh, nah. But nah, dude. <laughs> it was like happen, empty. Yeah. All, the, all the college kids were back home somewhere. So yeah. it was empty. Yeah, bro. Um, at the end of the day, we just like everybody, not just PTs, but everybody in the world has to adapt to this pandemic. Yeah, that's definitely sure. the hardest part. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, one thing that we we can't talk about. So we actually recorded this episode before. But we wanted to re-record it um, because unfortunately, Ryan actually uh, got COVID. Um, so we wanted to yeah. talk a little bit about his experience with yeah. it. Um, Mr. Positive right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> I know Mr. Positive. Um, yeah, so I uh, unfortunately did um, uh, have COVID. Um, fortunately, though, uh, for me, I'm on the younger, healthier side. It wasn't as bad for me as it is for some people. So, you know, first couple of days felt like a normal cold. And then, um, like, for five days straight, I just felt super fatigued. Uh, couldn't really get out of bed. Uh, crazy headache. Um, the headache was probably the worst part, and it lasted for, I don't know, five, six days, uh, just nonstop. And it was kind of terrible timing, kind of, uh, it happened right at the right time. So um, this happened right around finals week. And my university, they split a lot of our finals up. So we didn't have them all in one week. So it was um, like two weeks um, on the, the earlier week, we did all of our uh, in-person stuff. So I was uh, able to uh, do my in-person labs, all my lab practicals and all that. Um, and then basically it was, I don't know, two days later, uh, where, you know, I was feeling ill. Um, yeah. I had to, I had to power through finals. I had four or five finals left that I still had to do. And it was hard just because I didn't even want to get out of bed. I, you know, I wanted to just lay there my head hurt so bad, but, um, I was able to pull through, um, pass out my finals, uh, did well, but I think the, um, the thing that really put into perspective, uh, for me was, um, that this uh, this COVID thing it, it it's still uh, real prevalent. We still need to be cautious. Um, there, you know, it's still a, an issue. It's not it's not gone. It's not you know it was you know last week's news, whatever. Um, it's still prevalent and uh, it's still real. And um, how uh, both of you guys are touching on the uh, the mental aspect of it and that isolation. I can tell you, um, it's real. Like. I, uh, I haven't gone anywhere, um, like to the store. I haven't gone to the gym. I haven't done any of that. Um, I haven't seen friends. Like I can't go see any of my friends from school. I can't go hang out with anybody. I can't go play. I had two basketball games that, that today that I had to miss. Uh, yeah, because took, of this. took that L bro. <laughs> I took that L man. Um, but, uh, how you guys touched on the, the mental aspect of it. And it's, it's tough, like really not being able to, to uh, communicate with people or even just get out of your own house is uh, it's something serious. And um, um, I think mental health is a, a, a something that's very uh, um, prominent right now in terms of um, what the quarantine and pandemic has, uh, has done to people. Um, but uh, I can say for a fact that uh, it, it was tough. Like um, just the other day, I, um, I, I don't know if I should have done this or not, but I'm feeling a lot better. I just got a, my test, so hopefully it's a negative result. But I had to go just go on a drive. I went and just drove. I didn't stop anywhere or anything. I just got in my car. But I had to get out of, like, for, for myself mentally, I had to get out of the house. Like, I just couldn't take mm -hmm. sitting in here not doing anything. Um, I just had to get out. So, uh, like I said, like, I think it just really puts into perspective that there's a there's a lot of uh, – 
bigger stuff that's going on uh, with people. People are losing the, their jobs, you know, their businesses. Um, people's mentals are really um, being affected by this uh, tragedy that's really gone on. Um, so it just makes you grateful for the things that, uh, that you have. Like, I'll tell you, I'm not missing the gym as soon as I, I'm able to go back. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be in the best shape of my life because you know when that stuff gets taken away from you and those social interactions get taken away from you you really um you know uh cherish them and um yeah so that's kind of my experience well, Ryan, with it, but yeah um so i do gotta apologize to you um so when you when you got covid right it was right around when we were supposed to drop our first episode yeah. And I was like, hitting yeah. up, you're not responding and everything. I'm like, this guy, like, I was just like, really just like angry. I'm like, come on. He's like about to ruin everything. People were hitting me up like, oh, I'm super excited for the first episode because we, we announced, you know, a week before it's dropping. I'm like, yeah. Ryan's going to ruin it off. I'm going to look like an idiot. Um, and then you're like, yo, I can't move. Like, I can't get out of bed. Um, I'm going into the ER. Like, I think it's COVID. I'm like, oh. So bad. I feel so bad. I felt so bad. I was like, look at me like caring about like dropping the podcast on time or whatever. Dude, I don't like, know, man. The podcast just... might be more important, bro, to be honest. <laughs> it's a yeah, it's a close right, second. Though. It's a close <laughs> second. But I was just like, oh gosh, like let me get my priorities straight. Like No, dude. Um, uh yeah. for real though, like um it just puts stuff into perspective for you. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. there's a lot more important things than the little stuff that we worry about or stuff that doesn't really matter. And then, you know, something like this happens and it's like, Oh, you know, like, obviously like take care of yourself and, and all this. And uh, like, dude, I, I felt like, I really wanted to drop it. Like, you, you don't know how bad I was like, man, uh, I just missed it. We, we, you know, we made a post about it. All this people were asking me, you weren't the only one either. I got uh, a couple friends. I got my mom that me, when's it dropping? No, no, no. <laughs> um, and then, dude, I had finals, man. So it, it, it was a terrible time and um, I made it through, but um, there's a lot of people, you know, out there that are um, really struggling right now from it uh, that are in poor health. So it just, it just puts things in perspective and um, just be grateful for, you know, like health and, you know, life and all that. So, yeah. Yeah. We got to count our blessings for sure. For sure. Um, we definitely talked about, so I want to switch off a little bit and talk about, because we're, we're both, we're all from the West Coast, right? And a lot of those places, a lot of gyms are shut down. A lot of people everywhere may not feel comfortable going to a gym. Um, so what would you guys suggest to like, you know, keep in shape, stay active um, in this kind of COVID world? Oh, you guys already know what I'm about to say. Yeah. <laughs> do I, do I even got to say it? <laughs> do I, I even got to say it? <laughs> I want to hear it. Yo, y'all got to stay hooping. Yeah. <laughs> outdoors yeah. in the rain covid no covid when it's dark out sunsets at four o'clock you got to stay hooping bro no but but for real i think the most important thing you can do for yourself is just to go running yeah getting that cardiovascular system getting the blood flow moving um mm -hmm. cardio is a lot more important than people think um just because like people hate doing it and i understand dude it sucks but it's actually really important you should definitely do it yeah definitely. i mean again there's a spectrum right if you're super out of shape, don't just start running tomorrow. Start off walking. Um, you want 30 minutes, you know, five times a week, right? Hitting that 150 uh, minutes a week of, you know, exercise. Um, that's going to help your, you know, appetite, your sleep, your mental health, your immune system, right? Which is yeah. really important nowadays. Um, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to help you feel better. You know, if you don't have access to a gym, 
yeah, go for that walk, go for that run, go hoop. Um, I know some places they cut down the uh, the nets and you don't want to hoop. Yeah, they're so wrong for that, dude. Oh, like, not even the nets, dude. They uh, they'll put wires on the on the like through the rim. You can't even yep. shoot, <laughs> bro. They're really trying to stop the grind. Yeah, you don't <laughs> um, know about it, dude. They be doing that shit, man. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Um, but um, yeah. I mean, I I've gone into like I started doing some yoga like at home. Just like I'll put it on YouTube, thirty minute yoga sesh. Um, yeah. As my like kind of just extra little exercise, and those are you can find stuff online um you know body weight exercises just try to get that yeah. 30 minutes yeah bro link in the description <laughs> yeah you're gonna see yeah. a uh a series of me doing some yoga stretches my crazy <laughs> non-flexible hips there we but go. no um there's definitely there's a bunch of stuff you guys can search um out there um again staying staying active staying physically active is really important for that mental and physical health especially for in these, sure. uh, extremely trying times and if you are struggling mentally with the isolation or, or the fear, the anxiety, um, reach out to someone, you know, reach out to a friend. <clears throat> Even if you're not struggling, reach out to your friends because you never know which one of them is struggling right now. Dude, love that. Definitely something we can all do. So, um, yeah, hit, 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 the, hit your buddies up. Um, and then I, another thing, um, if you guys have somebody at home, a roommate, you know, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, wife, you know, uh, husband, all that um, working out with somebody is uh, it really keeps you, you know, honest and keeps you, keeps you going. So uh, hop on a zoom, you know, uh, hit 30, 40 pushups with your buddy, you know, uh, pop on a, a yoga and uh, get, get the zoom workout in, man. Um, we all got to just make it work out here uh, and do our yeah. best with what we got. So, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's, I, that's a great idea, bro. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think that's a, I mean, we can go on forever, but I think that's a good stop to kind of end it right there. Yeah, good uh, spot right. to end it right there. Um, for sure. So yeah, thanks. Thank you guys for listening. Hopefully, see Appreciate you guys next job. week. Yes, sir. Yeah. Tune in every Thursday, seven a.m. Eastern Time. Spotify, Apple Podcasts on the way. Okay. Uh, tell them. <laughs> <laughs>